0: Thank you, Megan. I don't know. Are you happy? As long as you're happy, I'm happy. Oh boy. Season two, episode nine. If you're just joining me for the first time, my name is Brad Hogan. I'm a business guy here in Central Florida, and I'm talking about what it takes to make it in business and how we're gonna risk it all just to get where we're going. And how we kind of pivot through life and pivot through your business. Today, I just want to talk about what makes a good investment or what makes a good business. I get asked the question all the time. I've got an entrepreneurial mind. What can I do? What should I be looking at? What kind of business can I start? I'm just going to run down. I'm going to give you a list of 20 businesses. That you can start for a thousand dollars or less and then we're going to talk through some of these if you're not sure which direction to go in and understand when I give you 20 businesses there's probably a million things that could sprout off of these 20 businesses or a hybrid of something I mentioned and just kind of talk through and we won't go too much in depth But I'll give you the basics of what you need to be thinking about in each one of these. So the first one is a photographer. Well, what's that about? I'm not doing that business. I don't have a real passion to be a photographer. I guess I could go learn. But is it just about the money? Or is it something I really want to do? Pick something that you have an interest in. The more you can niche, the more money you can make. That's a big mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. They, I'm going to, I'm going to reach everybody. I'm going to go online. I'm going to reach everybody. I'm going to talk about everything. And nobody's tuning in to you because you have not niched down. You're not talking about anything specific. If you were to just talk about or do photography in your business that's what you are people that are interested in that would follow you if you're online but if you're going to make it a business and I, and i got a wedding or i've got a graduation or i've got something that i seriously need a photographer for and i'm not the guy that's going to hire my buddy that kind of takes okay photos i want a real photographer well i'm hiring you I'm looking for somebody that's professional and knows what they're doing. So whatever it is here, I mentioned, whatever you select, get into it, be a professional, know all about it, and be the person. The second thing here on the list, I, I looked these up. So senior home health care aid. What is that? It kind of when, when I throw aid in there, is it a job? or is it a business? So I think a lot of these, as we talk through them, and I'll come back to this in a little bit, you know, is it a job or is it a business? And I think for most of us, we start out in business, but it's really our job. We could grow it into a company. What's that look like? I mean, being a photographer is much different than owning a photography company. What's the difference? You know, am I hiring people? Am I hiring salespeople? Am I the sales guy going out and signing up the schools? So I can take all the individual pictures of Johnny and Susie in the first grade, et cetera, et cetera, all the classes. Am I the guy doing that? Or am I the guy putting an ad up on Craigslist that I'll video or take photographs of your wedding on the weekend? And nothing wrong with either one. They're just two different business models. If I'm gonna do the schools, I can't do that by myself. I need some help. I need to hire some people as a business owner. But maybe I start on the weekend taking the photos and I grow into a business, an entrepreneur. The third thing, personal trainer. What does what does that take? Do I need certifications? Do I need classes? At minimum, I need a basic outline to get started, right? I've got to have a direction. That's the most important thing as we go through these. An author or writer, you could do that. People need help with that every day. You could write for other people or you could write for yourself. And maybe writing for other people is a good way to get the income started. People that don't have time, people that are busy. What about if you went online and found some people that are stepping a little bit out of their comfort zone trying to do something else? What if you contacted them and could start writing for them, start with immediate income? Just some ideas. Virtual assistant. You know, since COVID, this is more and more popular. More and more people are working from home. You could be a virtual assistant. Could you work for more than one person? Once you know what you're doing, could you employ some other people to be virtual assistants that are working under you? Could you oversee the virtual assistants? Could you see yourself opening a center where you've got the computer and the reliable internet connection and the telephone lines offer that service to executives? Maybe it's people that, and we've got more than ever, people starting up businesses at home. Maybe you need an assistant 20 hours and not 40 Just think of these different ways that you could do this business. Auto detailer. I love this one. I see everybody from the seasoned guy that's got just client after client after client. They're all booked up to the young entrepreneur, the kid in high school. I know a kid in high school right now bought his own Tesla, paid cash. He's an auto detail guy. That's what he does. He goes after the business guys, the high-end guys. I've used him. He's fantastic. But my detail guy, he got with my country club, set up there. He's in the parking lot. I call him ahead of time. Hey, I'm coming out on Saturday. Going to be playing golf. Do you have a room? He's like, yeah, I'll squeeze you in. And it's just car after car after car. I throw him my keys. And go play around to golf. Want to come back? Car's all done. You know what? A, what a great concept! I guess one of the main focuses is as we talk about twenty different businesses. It's the way you do it. It's what you're doing with it. It's your entrepreneurial spirit and mind. And you know what's it take to be an auto detailer? You could probably watch some YouTube videos to get all the little quirks. Because when I hand you my $100,000 automobile, I expect the armrest to be extremely clean. I mean, is that soap and water and a toothbrush? I don't know. But you'll figure it out if this is what you're doing. Consultant. Are you a little older? Are you a little more seasoned? Is there something you've done successfully? Could you guide? Could you coach? Could you teach? You know, I look at people that are a life coach that are 20 years old. Now I'm thinking, well, I mean, what am I possibly going to learn? You know, come on, you're 20. I'm not sure that person's my life coach. And I'm going to say this too, in their defense, I've got a young lady that does my social media. She's a rock star in that world. And she knows far more about this than I do. She knows what she's doing. She's a professional and this is what she does. There's a time and a place and age. I want to say it's not everything. Sometimes it counts. I need the younger person to do certain things. And I need the older experienced person to give me other things. It's just a different deal. How about wedding planner? Man, that's a big job. Sounds easy. Let's plan a wedding. (laughs) That's a big job. A lot of coordination, a lot of detail. Just a little advice Having a son that's married, another daughter getting ready to get married. Even if you're doing a lot of your wedding stuff, hire a planner to handle the details. Wedding planner, they're needed and they're going to be forever. A personal chef. Man, I I don't have a full-time personal chef at my house, but frequently when I go on vacation, even if I'm with a bunch of guys or whether it's family that I've invited, when we Airbnb, yeah, we're bringing in somebody local to cook for us. I mean, that's that's great stuff. Personal chef, it's all good stuff. House cleaner, love this one. This is one that so many people can do. If you're not sure what to do, fantastic money. I've got a gal that comes in, cleans my house once a week. She does stuff that I'm just not gonna do. I don't want a dirty shower. And I'm not scrubbing that thing down every day. She comes in once a week, does all the cleaning in the house, just keeps everything tidied. And it looks like when I moved in the house, brand new, good stuff. And what kind of money? I suppose she probably makes, she probably makes 60, 70 bucks an hour. And granted, she's got to drive to the next place. Supplies are minimal, um, but it's just the going rate in my area. And that may be super cheap in your area. Tutor. This is something that's specialized. And this is something too that that uh, age is really no barrier. I mean, you could be old enough to be a teacher or you could be young enough to be a student. Tutoring in what? Now, when my son was young, he didn't charge for it. But everyone called him. When I say young, I'm talking about young, like like elementary school. Everybody called him to get to the next level in the game. Is that tutoring, mentoring? I don't know. But we have gamers online. I have two clients today, multimillionaires that are gamers online. They're basically tutoring. What's that look like? I mean, there's a million ways to tutor YouTube or TikToker. Now, well, we kind of touched on that, right? What's that look like if you're on YouTube, if you're shooting videos, if you're what's your target audience? Is it about lifestyle or do you have a niche? What's that look like? How do you monetize that? I don't know. Get a professional. Plug in to someone that is doing what you want to do. So even if you are a mentor, who's mentoring you? It's very vital, very important. If you understand something, let's say it's photography or it's a personal trainer or it's social media manager, or it's a YouTube or TikToker. If you understand those things, maybe you need a business coach or mentor. Let's continue to develop. Let's continue to read. You know, what's next? How can I get to the next level? And it's not always about getting bigger. Maybe we just want to get better. But let's not stay where we're at. Let's have a passion and desire To do something better for ourselves and for our clients, whoever they might be. How about um, online workshop host? Now, that's, that's really niche down there. I mean, rather than talking about something online, workshop host. So a workshop, that's kind of broad. A workshop could be anything from physical woodworking. Let's do a workshop on women's health. I mean, it could be a whole host of things. I like it. Again, specific, niched. Blogger. Man, a lot of these I found um, relate to online. Blogger or how about video blogging, right? Vlogger. Video's big. So what are we doing here? What are we talking about? Author or writing? Blogger, do those two go together? I don't know. But again, if you've got a passion or a niche or something you can do, you can start small with these too. I have a buddy. He's in my industry. He's in the construction industry. He travels a lot for his job. He works for a vendor. And because he travels around, he's frequently in hotels and eats out in the evening, goes to dinner. He just started a quick little thing online. Hey, here's the restaurant I'm at. Here's the food. He's kind of Gave an overview or a grade, if you will, about the restaurant and the food, etc. Just started small. It's just a small fun thing for him. Does it turn into something later? I don't know. I don't even know if he knows. But you can start small as a point. Start where you're at with whatever you are doing. How about a dog walker or a sitter? I see him. see him all over my neighborhood. I see the dog walkers. <laughs> my buddy... I was telling him, I said, nobody, nobody lives in my neighborhood. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, neighborhood 65% European people come here in the summertime. And we've got a lot of traveling people that live here. PGA professionals live in the neighborhood, et cetera. We're driving through. My buddy goes, Oh, there's somebody at home. I looked at him and laughed. I go, that's a dog walker. They don't live here, but needed, needed everywhere. E commerce reseller. What does that mean? E commerce reseller. We're going to find a product and then we're going to resell it, whether it's a known product or we're going to come up with our own name brand. Now, a couple ways to do this. One is we can buy the product, have inventory. Let's stop right there. Well, we're going to buy the product and have inventory. Are we now going to house this? Am I going to put this in my garage? Am I going to put it in my house? Am I going to put it in a warehouse? Or am I going to have a third party do the fulfillment? Well, let's cut out that whole line of thinking and let's do a drop ship. What's that look like? Well, maybe the other way is more profitable. If we're physically going to mail it, you've got to be home, right? You know, thinking about these things you've got to be home or you got to hire somebody to do that. If you've got a third party doing fulfillment, you don't necessarily need to be there. You need to be engaged. If you're going to drop ship, what's that look like? I can literally be on a laptop and a cell phone and be anywhere in the world. Landscaping, lawn care service. Love this one. I'm in Central Florida. These guys are everywhere. I've got to tell you, I say this over and over, it's not the guy with the new truck and all the new equipment that impresses me. It's the guy with the older pickup truck and he's got a push mower in the back because that guy is fighting for himself and his family. I mean, he's just doing whatever he can do, wherever he's at, just get started. It doesn't matter. And man, some of these landscape guys, they have huge businesses. I mean, they just mow everybody's yard. There's very few people I know that mow their own yard. And I've got a saying, it's not a knock on anyone. It's a little bit facetious, but... If you make a hundred grand a year, you don't mow your own yard. What that statement really means to me when I make it is, you know, I can go do something else and make a lot more money than what I pay someone to mow my yard. And that's not a knock on those guys. Thank God for those guys. Some of them make a fantastic living. But the reality is it takes that guy, 45 minutes an hour hour and a half to mow my yard it would take me two three times as long I've got to get the equipment I got to go get the gas I got to get the equipment service I just don't want to mess with all that it takes a big chunk of my time if I were to do that that guy that's taking care of my lawn he's also doing the guy next door and the guy next door to him and the guy next door to him and the point is he can show up in one day and take care of 8, 9, 10, 12 yards, depending on what that looks like. I'm sure he's got commercial accounts, big yards, small yards. Start where you're at can be a great deal. I mowed yards when I was a little kid, right? Push mower, threw it in the back of the car, back of the truck. How about painter? I think about painting. I think about little kids painting. There's something to learning how to paint it's a big deal. But once you learn and you're a professional and anybody can learn it, right? Go on YouTube, learn all the tricks. It's same, same as uh, doing the art. Uh, it would take me forever to paint my house. I could do it. I want to be meticulous. I want to be careful. I don't know all the ins and outs. I want it to look good when I'm done. I'd have to research what kind of paint to buy. I'd rather just hire a painter. The 20th one is website or app developer. I don't know what you do in app development. I've done my own website before. No, I'm not the website guy and I'm not doing my website today, but I wanted to understand it. I wanted to understand the coding. I wanted to understand what it looks like today when we've got open source software to do it, etc. You could learn that. You can learn that, be real efficient. I have a buddy that does, it's huge. It's big, big, big business. He does hundreds of websites every week. And obviously he has got hundreds of people, hundreds of people that work for him. He took a concept like building a little website, turn it into a huge business. These are some things you can do. I just want to talk for a minute about some of the most profitable small business ideas. I just talked about ideas that you could start for under a thousand bucks. These are still small business, but extremely profitable. And number one on there, I just talked about website development, app development. I probably spend $3,000 a month for website development, SEO, keywords, and some of those things. And, And what's that look like? Obviously, I own some different businesses How many clients like that do you need? My friend I'm talking about, he doesn't have 10 or 20 or 30 or 100 clients. He's got hundreds. That's how you make it into literally a corporation. And it's truly one of those businesses where you can start yourself. And as you've got more work than you can handle, then you hire someone. You start to outsource it. You can outsource it a piece at a time, meaning... I don't have to hire a full-time employee. I find someone and say, hey, can you build me a website? Here's what I'll pay you. And I'm simply, simple, simple math. I'm charging $100 and I'm paying someone else $25 or $50. And that's my margin, right? I use those as examples. Financial consulting. Man, this business, so many of us that are towards retirement, gearing towards retirement, no matter what our age, But that's our mindset. Uh, I need something over here, whether it's a bulk of your savings or not, whether it's in a retirement account or you've got some other instrument. When we've got a planner, consultant, etc., you know, typical in the marketplace, they're going to get 1%. If I've got a million dollars over here, what are they going to get? They're going to get 10 grand a year. Information security. Wow, this is a big one. More and more and more we get hacked, whether it's our phone, whether it's our laptop, whether we're trying to secure our entire office network, we're going to need it going into the future. Digital marketing. Digital marketing kind of encompasses the whole internet. Just whatever you can figure out. There's a million routes there. Graphic design. Graphic design. Man, I, I went online and I was looking for a graphic designer, I found some software online. I was able to do it really fast, inexpensive, and I got the basics of what I needed. Is it individual? Is it in-depth? Is that what most small businesses are looking for? I am partners in another business that was fashion conscious. It did need to be individualized, and in that case, Paid a few thousand dollars for some very basics, but I needed that graphic designer because it couldn't look like anything else out there. Transcription services. Again, you're going to learn what this is all about. How do you do that? How do you make that into a business or a company? The point in all these are the barrier to entry, the cost to get started is low, and these can have a tremendous upside. Translation services. And interpreting, interpretation, more and more and more. It's global economy. I know I'm traveling to places where I don't speak the language, even if I I do speak some other languages, uh, English, Spanish, French. There's a whole bunch I don't speak. You could be a translator or interpreter for people coming to your market. Personal coaching or mentoring. If you're in a niche and you really know what you're doing, And you're highly successful. Maybe you've made a lot of money. Maybe you've sold a company for millions of dollars. And other people want to know how to do that. You could be an excellent mentor or coach for other people. Beauty salon. Man, beauty salon. So good friend of the family. He has his 18 doctors, 18 medical doctors in his family. He's the one guy in the family that did not become a doctor, but owned salons and in cosmetology schools he took his passion for cutting hair uh, being a stylist etc and blew it up into a big business everyone knew him as a business guy it wasn't like uh, they knew him as so much a salon owner or a guy that did hair he did hair every day but he owned all these other businesses turn into a multi-million dollar corporation his saying was the hair business if you could starve for two years you can make a lot of money i think that's so true in so many different areas if we'll just pay our dues and learn what we're doing we can make a lot of money doing this real estate real estate and i'm gonna throw uh, another one in there I think of the insurance guy, those on the back end work differently. As an insurance agent or a realtor, you're interacting with the public, you're interacting with the people, and everyone knows what those two things are. Real estate, I see those margins getting tighter, the models are changing, as we've got Keller Williams on the scene, now we've got EXP Realty, and those business models look a little different. But it's a great opportunity. It's focused on who your clientele is and time in the business, getting your name out there. But there's a tremendous upside that's available. The insurance game, what I love about it is the residual on the back end. As an agent, maybe if you're selling life policy, you've got a 50% commission. And that commission kind of tails off with the years. But ultimately, you've got a 2-3% commission It just keeps paying you and you're just stacking. Finally, driving school. I just, I was researching this. It's an extremely profitable business. And what makes it profitable is it's not the people necessarily learning to drive. It's the people that have to go to driving school because they're court ordered. They're kind of in a box. That was my research. Kind of funny, but it's true. And they've got to pay whatever they've got to pay to maintain their license as dictated by the court. Is this a hobby? Is it a job? Is it really a business? I think the difference between those three, whether it's a hobby, a job, or a business is up to you. I think many times it may start as a job. You know, it's it's been several years ago now, but I was looking at a Blimpy's franchise, and I sat down to look at that. Blimpy's is kind of like a Subway. Kind of like a firehouse sub. I sit down and looked at that, and and the Barrett entry wasn't much. I think at the time it was like $70,000 to buy a franchise. <clears throat> but when I looked at it, and I put it on paper in front of me, and I'm thinking about this, I thought, well, this is really just a job. Um, yeah, I'm going to own a business, but I've got to work in that business with one I could not afford to hire a manager. I would pay all my profits to the manager. Didn't make sense. So how many do I need to own to have a manager and not be present? Well, I need three. And at the time, we're backing up in time several years ago, I need $210,000. And then I've got the responsibility. And at that time, I made the decision I could take my 210000 and invest it somewhere else and make more money. So there's some things you need to evaluate within the business. You know, what's required of you? Not just financial capital, but what's required of your time? What do you know about what you're looking at? If you don't know enough about it, the great news is You can get mentoring, you can get coaching, you can read on it, you can go on YouTube, you can learn. I love those businesses with no inventory, no overhead. You can start it from your house, run it out of your garage. Those are the businesses that are easiest to get started and grow. You guys, it's been a lot of information. Love you. Figure out what you're good at and go for it. If you got questions, hit me up down below.